time for another Nebraska Prep Zone report. We are sponsored today by MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering Greater Omaha for over 70 years. I'm your host, Jake Anderson, and I'm pleased to be joined today by Mike Patterson. How are you doing today, Mike? Hey, Jake. Good. How about you? Not too bad. Are you recovered from 10 days of state basketball? Still decompressing. Still <laughs> decompressing from that. Uh, busy time. That's two of our busiest weeks of the year. First the girls tournament, then the boys. And of course, stretched out this year, both of them five days. So uh, incredibly busy time. But wow, had some great games down there, both girls and boys. So really uh, credit to the NSAA for giving us a season. And um, I think we were all rewarded by how those tournaments turned out. Definitely. And speaking of the NSAA, we're not going to gloss over basketball. We will do a full recap when we talk all Nebraska basketball teams. Um, but last week, they, they kind of slipped it in there during the state tournament. Um, the state track meet this year at Burke Stadium will be held over four days instead of the traditional Friday, Saturday. So you'll have A and D early in the week, B and C, you know, Friday, Saturday. Um, I think that I think that'll be a good change for state track. Well, they're doing everything they can to uh, have these championships uh, played and stretching it out like they did basketball, like they did volleyball. So they're they're doing what they can to uh, try and spread it out, keep us all safe. And I, I think, like you said, Jake, it's it's probably a, a good plan and and the the best plan they could have for this year, whether it stays that way, we'll see. But uh, for this year, I think that's probably the way to go. Agreed. And we're doing a nice, robust Nebraska high school baseball preview today because, believe it or not, baseball starts tomorrow. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about what the state tournament for baseball might look like later. Um, but let's let's turn to and get right into baseball here. And you sent in your preseason ratings today. And the first thing that caught my eye, because you always have the last season's record on there, it's, it said 2019. We haven't seen these teams outside of Legion in two years. Seniors this season were sophomores in 2019. What are the expectations? That's why there's going to be a serious air of unpredictability going into this season, Jake. Talking to the coaches, uh, you know, when I asked, uh, what was your record? They didn't know whether to put down their 2019 record, their 2020 record, which of course was zero and zero because we didn't have a season last year, whether to put down their Legion record this past summer. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of this, we're going off what happened two years ago. So, um, thinking about that lost season last year, it's really disappointing. I think it could have been one of the best in uh, Nebraska high school baseball history. We just had a lot of seniors. Uh, a lot of the top teams had most of their guys coming back. So we lost that season. Looking ahead to this year, and it's, it's hard to rate teams when even the coaches say, we don't really know uh, what we have or what we're looking at or what other teams have. And we probably won't really know until the first maybe two, three weeks of the season. So kind of educated guesses at this point. 
it's been a relatively snow free spring. I mean, at least for late February, early March, how much practice time have they been able to get? Well, I think uh, most of the teams really enjoyed that, uh, especially last week where the weather was mild. Uh, unfortunately, we still had some snow on the ground and that had to melt. There, it seems like there's more and more teams that have all artificial turf fields, so they have a little bit of an advantage in the spring. But, uh, you know, as of right now, of course, all the rain that we got recently is going to probably mess up uh, maybe some of the games this first week. But um, I, I think for the most part, the teams were able to get some practices in and uh, they'll be ready to go when, when, uh, when we're hopefully ready to get this thing started this week. So we're looking at two years since, I mean, outside of Legion last summer, since you've seen these teams on the field. And, you know, we've we've mentioned the air of unpredictability outside of that. What are your top storylines to watch? Well, I think one of them is uh, even though they're the defending champs from two years ago, Millard West always has one of the top teams, Jake. And I think they're probably going to be one of the top teams again this year. So I kind of want to see what the Wildcats do. Millard South has. They lost a lot from the lost season last year. So I think the Patriots will be a team to watch. Prep, of course, will be good again this year. Um, Certain players, you're kind of wondering how they're going to do. I think Elkhorn's going to be really good from the Class B ranks. And, um, you know, with uh, Christo and, and a lot of players that they have coming back and Cole Payton, great athlete at Westside, be playing for the Warriors. So there's a lot of different storylines just kind of touching on there, Jake. And um, like you said, and and like we were talking about earlier, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of good quality. It might take a little bit of time to uh, get it to gel as, as having, again, the lost season. Everything's a little different this year, but uh, really looking forward to a good baseball season. And one other thing that I think may have flown a little bit under the radar, this will, speaking of the Warriors and um, Cole Payton, this will be the first official season for Westside without Bob Greco. Right. Yeah. Otis Seals, um, their coach got some uh, Legion games in last year. Otis had been an assistant at Westside. Uh, Steve Clark, another assistant at Westside, was kind of the uh, interim guy. And, um, so he, he was going to do it in 2020 varsity season, but that season got wiped out. So Steve kind of missed out on that opportunity. Otis took over in Legion season. Um, so yeah, new coach, uh, definitely a Bob Greco disciple as far as being an assistant there. And, uh, I'm going to miss seeing coach Greco out there. He's a, he's a good guy and I'm sure he'll still come out to some games. Um, I, he and I are both Royals fans, Jake. So a lot of times right after a game, I'd go to talk to him. And the first thing you want to say is, you know, Alex Gordon isn't, uh, isn't hitting too well right now. Or yeah, those Royals have lost four in a row. And he'd want to talk about the Royals, which was okay by me. And we eventually got around to talking about the high school game, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just a real love for baseball. And, and Bob, one of our past coaches of the year, just a, a really good baseball guy, but uh, yeah, kind of the, the new uh, order at Westside for uh, new coach Otis Seals. Definitely. And your top 10 you sent in this morning um, real quick for people. And again, I, I think, I think you'll give people 
I think people will cut you a lot of slack if if your ratings are wrong. I think I think they'll I think they'll understand this year. <laughs> um, I probably disagree with you, Jake. I don't. <laughs> people don't really cut me too much slack on anything on the ratings, so it's uh, it's going to be what it is. But uh, yeah, I hope they do cut me just a little bit of slack because a lot of this, like I said, there's unpredictability, and even the coaches aren't exactly sure what to expect. So. Uh, given that, it's uh, just kind of uh, educated guesses, and um, we'll see how these first ratings go, and things will sort out, I'm sure, as the season goes on. As the official team doctors for high school and college teams across greater Omaha, MD West One Sports Med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the Sports Med team at mdwestone.com or call 402-390-4111. Yeah, to give people a sense of the top teams, as you mentioned, Millard West, you have number one. Omaha Creighton Prep, you have number two. Lincoln East, you have number three. Bellevue West, number four. And Elkhorn South, number five. Lincoln East and Bellevue West ended your last ratings not ranked. So as you said, kind of a little bit of projection um, going on there. Let's pivot a little bit here. I mean, we've, we've talked a few of the names here. Who are some of your players to watch that you're keeping an eye on this season and the average fan should be tracking how they're doing? Well, we mentioned a few of them already, Jake. Uh, Cole Payton at uh, Westside and Drew Christo at uh, Elkhorn and uh, oh, C.J. Hood, pitcher at uh, Norris. You know, these guys are Husker recruits. Uh, there's a kid named uh, Sailors who plays for uh, Ralston. He's a Creighton recruit. Um this kid from Norris, his name escapes me, but he's, I think he committed to Florida State as a freshman. So there, there's a lot of, uh, seems like a lot of kids and, and Will Bolt at Nebraska seems like he's really, since he took over, he's kind of targeting a lot of these Nebraska high school kids and, and trying to get them to stick around. Um, in recent years, some of them have, have gone away. So I think uh, Bolt has done a nice job of, of trying to keep those guys close to home. And, uh, you know, Coach Service at Creighton has always done a good job too. And uh, Evan Porter at UNO also. So um, I, I think it's it's really spread out. There's several college uh, recruits that are going to be playing this season. Like we said, we lost some of them from last year, but uh, keeping it in the present, I think it's it's going to be another uh, really good season. A lot of college, not and not just Division One, but going off to play, um, you know, at, at the uh, community college uh, level or, or whatever, and then with the hopes of getting Division One scholarships after that. So just uh, a lot of players in that boat. So something uh, that really hasn't changed in recent years, and something to eye on this year. Yeah, that that uh, Florida State commit who you mentioned, uh, Kale Fountain, committed as an eighth grader yeah. to Florida State, six three, hundred eighty five. Seminole when he committed, Seminoles see him as a two way player, could be a pitcher and corner infielder. So not your average freshman this season at Norris. No, and and something fun to to keep track of to go watch this kid play and watch Norris play. And like I said, CJ Hood's going to Nebraska, one of their fine pitchers. But, uh, you know, you touched on uh, some of the teams, Jake, and I wanted to mention Lincoln East for one. I, I think that they're really going to be strong this year. They're coached by a uh, former prep assistant, Michael Lanick. And uh, 
going back to the Legion season this past summer, Lincoln East emerged as probably uh, one of the best, if not the best teams. Unfortunately, they had a COVID outbreak on their team late in the season and they had to shut it down. So um, Lincoln East is a team to watch and, and Bellevue West was right there with them. They've got several players back. So I think the Thunderbirds are are going to be pretty solid this year. And as you mentioned, some of these teams weren't ranked. So of course that goes back to our rankings from two years ago. So uh, we've got a team in the, in the ratings that uh, was six and 18, two years ago. So that's uh, that shows you how far a team can progress in two years. So at least what I think they might've progressed, well, we'll see, but uh, there, there's uh, gonna be a lot of teams that weren't ranked that uh, are going to pop up in our ratings this year just because of the uh, two-year window there. Yeah, and talking about projecting teams who are going to be good this year, what will the state tournament look like? We've got that sparkly new UNO Stadium available, Werner Park, Haymarket, but all of those venues have teams to schedule around. Do we know what the plan is? Right. I think they're kind of still working through that and they're probably going on the, the dynamic of what they had in 2019 and uh, what they hope to have in 2020, which was a split between uh, Class A and Class B, one at one site, one at the other, one at Warner Park in, in uh, Omaha and, and, and one at uh, Haymarket in Lincoln. But, uh, you know, with the uh, opening of the new UNO stadium, and I, I've driven past it. I haven't been to it yet, but I hear a lot of great things about it already. And it's going to be a really nice addition and something probably that's been overdue for the Mavs. So it's a, it's a great addition for the baseball scene here. So we'll have to see if that gets worked into the uh, equation somehow. So um, I, I think a little bit of that is still up in the air, Jake. And I, I think that at least as of right now, they're kind of going on the Warner Park slash Haymarket. But that, uh, that's something that probably could change in the future. Definitely. And the NSAA, as we noted at the, at the top, has done a fantastic job with the state events this year, making sure, I mean, you had a few gripes with, oh, state football's only at home sites. That's, you know, that hurts the visiting team. All the games got played. They've, you know, managed around everything this year. And so they've managed state track that set up a plan for that. I'm sure we'll see something for baseball and soccer soon. I won't ask you to open up the crystal ball and give me the state tournaments, who the teams, who's going to be playing at Werner and Haymarket. Um, but we'll keep an eye on your ratings throughout the season. What, what It's opening weekend. What are you looking for this week? Well, I was hoping to uh, maybe see a couple of these top teams playing each other. Um, weather again is possibly going to interfere. I know some of these games were going to be played down at Lincoln. I think Lincoln got more more uh, rain than we did here in Omaha. So I'm hearing that some of these games are already being moved up to uh, Omaha, the uh, artificial turf field at uh, Westside or or the artificial turf at Prep. Um, you know, like I said, those those schools that have that have a little bit of an inherent advantage, at least early in the season. So we'll see how that plays out. But uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of eager to see how these, uh, how these players are going to look after the 
the two years from uh, the 2019 varsity season. I, you think of where we were at this point last year, Jake, where the pandemic was just starting up and, and everything was being canceled and, you know, the CWS and the, the varsity spring seasons and, and everything else. And we've come so far in a year. And like you said, credit to the NSAA for working through these things. Yes, there might've been some nitpicks as far as, allowing teams to play on their home field during football season or little things like that. But they're basically doing what they can to get these games and these championships played. So um, on the thought that we lost 2020, it's uh, on to the 2021 season and we're all looking forward to it. And on that note, I could, I couldn't think of a perfect more perfect way to end it. I'm looking forward to your baseball coverage throughout the year or throughout the season um, people can follow you, keep track of the games that you're at, at M Patterson OWH on Twitter, check out your coverage on anyprepzone.com until next time. Thanks for listening.